0: this is the pro channel manager podcast episode number 19 you've got no french <laughs> you've got no drown you're listening to the pro channel manager podcast the only podcast in the world that shows you how to run a youtube channel just like the pros And here's your host. He's grown multiple YouTube channels by millions of subscribers and billions of views. And even though he speaks funny, we promise you he is speaking English, Tom Martin. Now, I get asked a lot of questions, a lot of questions. I get questions over in the Pro Channel Manager community. Make sure you check that out, ProChannelManager.com. I get questions on social media, in Facebook groups via email, on client calls, you name it, I get asked about YouTube. And probably the most common question that I get asked is, what tools do you use for video editing? What tools do you use for thumbnails? What tools do you use for keyword research? Today, I'm going to answer all of those questions in one place. So I've got a handy guide and a handy episode that you can always refer back to to know the tools that I use. And hopefully get some influence over the tools that you should be using as a pro channel manager. Now, speaking of awesome tools, before we dive into today's episode, we first need to say a huge, huge, huge thank you to our sponsor, vidIQ. And here is a word from those guys. VidIQ is the secret weapon for every professional YouTube channel manager. Why? because it has all of the amazing workflow and efficiency tools that you need to save you time and effort, but there's more. It also has the most advanced YouTube SEO tools in the world, including an absolutely incredible keyword research tool that I use on every single video that I publish. I've been using vidIQ since way back in 2013. And without it, I simply would not have been able to generate the billions of YouTube views that I have. That's just a fact. So if you want to get ninja and start using the tools that the pros use, check out ProChannelManager.com forward slash VidIQ to get a free 30-day trial of one of their awesome paid plans. And you can thank me later. Now, I'm going to dive straight into the list. And of course, you don't need to use all of these tools. Where possible, I will be mentioning um, some alternatives. But these are the tools that I use, that I get my clients to use, that my new team now use and that I recommend to all of you to use. Some are free, you'll be glad to know. Some are paid, but not that expensive. And I'll also be coming in on what plans I think you may or may not need. Now, number one on this list is not going to be a surprise to anyone, and not just because they are the sponsor of this podcast, because I've been using VidIQ, which is my number one recommended tool for YouTube channel managers and YouTube creators. I've been using it since back when it first came out, since maybe 2012, maybe even before. As soon as it came out, I've been using it. I've been using it ever since. And I use it on every single channel that I run. And I use it on every single video that I upload. It is the one tool, especially YouTube tool. I know there are a few on the market, which we'll talk about later. It's the one YouTube tool, which I could not live without. And there's been a few times where it's gone wrong and I've literally wanted to get in a bath and cry. It is that good. Now, there are a ton of features that vidIQ are perfect for. Lots of efficiency tools, lots of SEO tools. Uh, They also have great things like coaching available on certain plans. But the one tool that I absolutely could not live without is the keyword research tool. It's available both in their web app, And on the Chrome extension, and I use it for every single channel that I've ever run. And I use it on every single video that I ever upload without fail. I do not upload a video unless I've done my vidIQ SEO checks and also make sure that I've done a little bit of video specific keyword research. The keyword research tool is so easy to use. You just put in some input keywords and it will spit out information related to viewership and search volume, search competition on YouTube specifically. So it's not a derivative of Google search. It's nothing like that. It's not an estimate. It is a scientific data-led number that you can get and you can use to influence your content strategy, but also the keywords that you use to optimize every single video that you upload. I trust this data. And for full transparency, I've actually been working alongside VidIQ to help them make this the number one and only keyword research tool that you need to consider. I would say that a huge part of my success has been down to my keyword research and all of that keyword research on YouTube has been done via VidIQ's keyword research tool. So remember, you can get a free trial of a plan that will unlock the full keyword research tool by visiting ProChannelManager.com forward slash vidIQ. So all of the paid plans unlock the keyword research tool. So depending on what you need, you could go for a more expensive plan that has more fuller features, or you can even unlock the keyword research tool on the lowest paid plan, which I believe is somewhere between 7 and $10 per month. Really incredible value. And you'll get that value back, even for an annual subscription, probably on the first few videos that you upload. Can not recommend highly enough. Thank you, VidIQ. And as I say, I would be recommending this as the top tool on my list, whether they sponsored me or not, scouts honor. Now, number two is going to be something that I've only actually been using for maybe six to nine months. And it has uses way beyond YouTube and is incredible. I actually uh, introduced one of my team members to this and she literally fell off her chair. Well, not literally. (laughs) She nearly fell off her chair. And on a recent call, she said to me that it is her best friend. And this tool that I'm talking about is a very, very simple tool, but an extremely, extremely great tool and is really efficient when running YouTube channels, especially when you're running multiple YouTube channels. It costs just a couple of dollars per month. I think it's something like 3 to $5 a month. It's incredible. And it's called Text Expander. Of course, the links to this and all of the tools mentioned today will be available in a detailed guide full of information, but also information on alternatives to the tools that I mentioned. Uh, And you can find that over at ProChannelManager.com forward slash episode 19. That's the word episode, the number 19, no spaces, no hyphens. And text expander basically allows you to create short codes for big chunks of text that you repeat over and over again. So let's say, for example, you have a piece of text that goes into a lot of your YouTube descriptions. You can create a short code uh, based, and that short code is totally custom. So you could do something like. Q, because that's a letter that doesn't get used often. And then something that's going to be easy for you to remember. So you could do something like Q description. And that will then pop in a set of predefined text that you've already written inside of the tool. And if you're running multiple channels, you could have many different description text. So you could have something like Q description one, Q description two, or once you really start getting ninja, you can start doing things like, instead of writing the word description, you could just have something like QD. So QD1 would be for your first type of description text. QD2, your second type. Same for tags. If you've got a set of tags that you're using regularly, you could have something like Q tags one or QT1. Or, you know, it, it's totally custom and it just revolutionizes the amount of time that you spend running a channel. Especially if you're running multiple channels And if you're running a channel right, you should have big parts and big chunks of text that you're repeating again and again in your tags, your descriptions, your titles. The beauty, of course, of this is not only are you being efficient, not only are you being consistent, but also you can use it in other aspects of your life. So, for example, I use it for different sign-offs in emails, canned responses in emails. Again, you can use canned responses within YouTube comments something like Q comment one or QC one, something like that to repeat comments that you have to give over and over again. And this works on anywhere that you're using your device. So it works on a Chrome browser. It works in Word documents. It works in spreadsheets. It works in emails. It works everywhere. So I use it for addresses, for email sign-offs. Honestly, I cannot rave highly enough about this tool and I just wish that I'd used it earlier because it saves me so much time, so much effort. I never have to copy and paste hardly anything anymore. And the beauty is if the tool notices that you're doing the same thing over and over again, it will even create an auto-generated short code and snippet for you to use so that you don't keep writing the same thing again and again. I cannot tell you how much this has changed my general work but also my YouTube channel management. Number 3 is a free piece of software, an open source piece of software called Handbrake. Now I deal with a lot of video files, but often I'm not the one who's editing those files. So I may receive files from third parties. They may not necessarily know how big a file should be or what specs it needs to be in to go on YouTube or on other platforms such as Amazon or Roku and other distribution platforms. Places that we mentioned in episode 11, where you may want to be distributing your videos. That was in our episode all about increasing your YouTube revenues off of YouTube. And you can find that over at ProChannelManager.com forward slash episode 11. So back to Handbrake. Basically, Handbrake is a file encoder, which lets you take your big fat file, your video file that may be taking you ages to upload to YouTube And it allows you to convert that down without losing any of the quality uh, to a much smaller file. You can control things such as the file size, the encode type, the audio tracks that you use, whether you apply filters. It's really incredible. It's really powerful. And it's free. And I did try to use a load of paid tools in the distribution part of my business, um, I built a whole thing based on Amazon's built-in converters and Amazon S3, and I realized that just getting somebody to do this via Handbrake for free, and it runs in the background when you can be working on other stuff, is amazing. So I cannot recommend Handbrake enough if you're working with big files. Now, number four is going to be one that may make many of you just say, Tom, you're just a dinosaur but I cannot recommend this one highly enough. Uh, I've moved from Windows to Mac and I've still continued to use this, you know, seven or eight years that I've been using Mac. I know there are a lot of free alternatives, very popular alternatives out there, Um, but this is one that I personally use every single day. I pay for it. I think it's only about £65 or $100 a year and it's totally worth it. And it is the Microsoft Office suite. Yes, very boring. Yes, very vanilla but absolutely essential. If you are running a channel management business right, unfortunately, you're probably in a lot of spreadsheets. Unfortunately, you're probably having to create Word documents for internal use and to send to stakeholders. And also, very, very unfortunately, you're probably going to have to create slide presentations and PowerPoints. And to me, Microsoft Office is head and shoulders above all of the free, and paid alternatives. Of course, there is Google Sheets, Google Docs. I forget what their presentation equivalent is. They're equivalent to PowerPoint. But it's all there. It's all free. Yes, it does have online sharing, which is really easy to do. Is available also online sharing on Microsoft Office. But I absolutely just love, love, love Microsoft Office, especially for Excel, which I find me spending a lot of my time in and absolutely, I recommend you guys do the same, whether it's uh, production pipelines, whether it's analytics reporting, whether it's using it for analytics groups. There are so many uses for Excel alone, let alone all of the other things that come in the suite, which does include, I believe, Teams. And there's also kind of project management software equivalent to Dropbox, which would equivalent to Evernote which is also free, even though I don't actually use those tools. So, yep, yeah, it's a boring one. But if you are a data nerd like me and someone that does care about presenting information to their stakeholders and the clients in a professional manner, I would definitely consider that relatively cheap investment in Microsoft Office. I think that's especially important if you're working with corporate clients. because no doubt they are running their more traditional corporate businesses on the Microsoft Office suite. Moving on to number five, this may be a bit of a controversial one, seeing as that this podcast is sponsored by vidIQ. Uh, And yes, there's always a lot of questions. Which which software should I use, vidIQ or TubeBuddy? My answer is always the same. If you can afford to, use both. Obviously, I've said that vidIQ is my number one tool. So if you can only afford one, I would go with vidIQ. But TubeBuddy is definitely worth the investment for some very, very specific tools of theirs that I am using more often and some that clients just demand. So TubeBuddy has a whole range of tools that you can use. And if you visit my link in the show notes, which again, you can find at ProChannelManager.com forward slash episode 19, you will be able to get a discount on a TubeBuddy package. Um, But the tools that I recommend highly from TubeBuddy are one, their rank tracking ability. I know that's really important to some clients to know where they rank for certain keywords. And TubeBuddy gives you the ability to be able to track that on a weekly basis. It can even generate an automated report for you every week. I know my clients absolutely love that and they love to hear where they're ranking for those keywords. And the second one is their... A-B testing facility. Now, I've been very skeptical of this software for uh, a number of years because I don't believe it is a true A-B test. But if you know how to use it well, I think you can get some really good data about which thumbnails are working for you and which are not. And at the moment, this is a tool that is pretty much unique to TubeBuddy. So if you can afford it, I would definitely recommend getting involved in both vidIQ and TubeBuddy. I wouldn't necessarily be using both Chrome extensions. I would use the vidIQ Chrome extension, but there are some very, very powerful tools that TubeBuddy also has in its web app. So I would definitely recommend you check that out too for certain projects and for certain clients. Next on my list of tools is Geniuslink. Now, I spoke to the founder of Geniuslink, Jesse Lakes, in our very previous episode to this, episode 19, check that out in the podcast feed. And Genius Link is a tool that helps you to automate and localize your affiliate links. Now, if you are working on YouTube, no doubt you are doing some affiliate marketing, whether that's for you or your clients. And Geniuslink is a low cost and very efficient way to make sure that all of your affiliate marketing traffic from around the world is sent to local and relevant destinations to maximize the revenue you are making for every click that you are getting. I've been using this again for for at least five years now. It costs me just a few dollars a month and really does make a difference to your bottom line because it opens up things like the Amazon Associates program to people all over the world and doesn't just send them to like the dot-com version where many people will not be able to buy from. So check out that episode, check out that tool That is Geniuslink, or you can find it at Geniuslink.com. The seventh tool on my list is Dropbox. I run my entire business through Dropbox. I have a business account, which I think I pay maybe about $100 a year for that, maybe a little bit more, but definitely worth it, especially if you're working off of multiple machines. So you can have files available in both places remotely, no matter where you are. Uh, It's also great if you're working with teams because they can also have access to the entire organization, files and folders. It's great for sharing big files with clients, not having to send them cheapo WeTransfer links. You can give them access to big giant files and at no cost to you. There's unlimited storage. This has been a real game changer for me, actually, especially very recently. As I said in a previous comment talking about Handbrake, I'd been running my distribution business pretty much exclusively out of Amazon S3. And that was getting very, very, very expensive because not only are you paying for storage, but you're paying every time a file goes in or out. But now I can use Dropbox and I've imported all of my big media files to Dropbox. So there is no storage cost because I'm already paying for unlimited storage. And when I upload something new, there's no extra cost. And when a client or partner or a member of my team take out one of those big files, there's no cost either. So the entire flow of files is not only fast and seamless, but there's no additional cost to me. It's pretty incredible. What I really love now about Dropbox is that I'm using some really big files. Some of the movie files and stuff that I've got are over 150 gig. But the beauty now is that they have something called Smart Sync. So that even though you've got visibility over that file, it actually only sits in the cloud. You can turn it off, whether it's stored locally or only in the cloud. So it's there when I need it or when a client needs it. But I don't have to have huge swathes of files clogging up my desktop. Amazing, amazing tool. Check it out. That's Dropbox. Now that brings me to the end of my list of my seven core tools that I absolutely Cannot live without. But I know there's going to be tons more questions that you guys have got. So I'm going to give some honorable mentions to some other tools that I use or I know that my team or my partners use. So the first is video editing software. Now, I have long since given up editing videos, but pretty much it seems that the golden standard would be Adobe Premiere. I know a lot of people also prefer Final Cut, especially if they're working on Mac. But I do believe that Adobe Premiere is the kind of choice for most people at the moment. I did have an Adobe Premiere license, but as I say, I'm no longer editing videos myself. If you're looking for a low cost, very simple version, if you're not doing a lot of editing, maybe you just need to trim some files. Maybe you just need to do some screen recordings. I would absolutely recommend something called ScreenFlow, and I'll link to that in the show notes. That is a really great uh, kind of entry-level editing software. If you just need to do basic cuts, if you don't need a lot of effects, it's really useful. And it was actually designed for doing screen share videos. So if you do a lot of screen share videos, a lot of uh, screen recordings, presentations, that kind of stuff, I would absolutely recommend getting ScreenFlow. I think it's something like uh, £99, $100, something like that. Very cost effective too. Much cheaper than the one-time payment for Final Cut or the ongoing subscription for Adobe Premiere. Next category would be photo manipulation software that you would use probably for thumbnails. Of course, Photoshop is the absolute dominant player in this market but can be somewhat out of reach financially for some people uh, around the world. If you're a pro channel manager, or a pro thumbnail editor, that wouldn't be the case. So yeah, definitely Photoshop is the tool that most people would use in the industry. If you are looking for a lower cost equivalent, if you're not doing that much, if you just need it to do the odd image here and there, the quick uh, change, quick touch up, I would recommend Canva.com. Mostly that's going to be available for free. And then you just need to pay for a few upgrades on certain features or certain images or Templates that you might want to use. They already have uh, hundreds of YouTube thumbnail templates, and that would be great for most people to get started. The third category that I want to talk about in terms of tools are music libraries. Now, I am going to say that I don't have a lot of experience using music libraries. That's never been something that I've really needed. But pretty much I can see from discussions in the pro channel manager community and people that I work with on a professional basis, epidemic sound does seem to be one that is very, very commonly used at the kind of higher ends of YouTube production. Also check out Licked, which is a way to license commercial music to use in your YouTube videos without getting copyright strikes. Really, really, really interesting product. They've got incredible songs, proper you know, songs that you'd hear in the charts, really amazing stuff. Uh, I actually did an interview with the founder of Licked over on my other podcast, and I'll link to that in the show notes. Uh, Of course, there is a free YouTube music library, which is pretty amazing that they've provided that. And of course, this is going to give you complete immunity from copyright strikes. So if that's your main worry, copyright strikes, the YouTube library is the way to go. My next honorable mention must go out to a set of softwares, which again, very vanilla, very boring. But if you're running a business, either as a YouTube creator in the professional sense or as a professional channel manager, You need to get your finances in order. So accounting software is certainly essential unless you have an accountant that is doing absolutely everything for you. Even then, they're likely going to get you to work with them in some kind of software. I recommend Sage One or Sage Cloud. I pay about $30 a month for that and I use it for all of my invoicing, all of my reporting. Basically, my whole business lives within Sage. It allows you to take card payments send manual invoices, Attach things like PayPal, Stripe. It's pretty incredible. My accountants also use it. So it's easy for them to do my year end accounts and stuff like that. Yes, very boring, but very essential accounting software. My very last honorable mention is going to a category of tools which are Google keyword research specific. So, yes, we're going to do lots of keyword research around what people are looking for inside of YouTube, but also. Remember that YouTube is only the world's second largest search engine and it comes in second place by quite a long, long margin. We also will find it very, very useful, uh, certainly in smaller, more very, very specific niches to find what people are also searching for on Google so we can optimize for those keywords and start to appear in more Google searches. But the most time I would recommend, especially if you're getting started, something like Longtail Pro which I will link to. Now I've used Longtail Pro for years and years and years. I've recently moved on to a more advanced tool, but that financially is much more of a bigger investment. So if you're just getting started, I would suggest Longtail Pro. If you do have a bit more budget and Google SEO is a bigger part of what you are getting involved in, then I would look at something like Ahrefs, that's spelled A H R E F S.com. A lot more powerful, a lot more powerful, a lot more features and probably slightly more reliable data when it comes to Google. It does also offer HRS, that is, some YouTube data, but I don't use this. I don't necessarily trust that data. So I don't use any of the YouTube data inside of Ahrefs. Um So instead, I would stick to VidIQ for that and use HRS or Longtail Pro for my Google keyword research. So that brings me to the end of my honorable mentions and the end of my episode on pro YouTube channel management tools, things that I use to run YouTube channels and the business that surrounds my YouTube channel management distribution and consultancy business. Do remember that all of these are going to be listed along with the alternatives over at prochannelmanager.com forward episode 19. That's the word, episode number 19. Thanks to the sponsor of this episode and the number one recommended tool on my list, VidIQ. Remember, you can get a free trial of one of their awesome paid plans only by visiting prochannelmanager.com forward slash vidIQ. If you found this useful and you want to get more tips for becoming and running your business like a YouTube pro, a pro channel manager, then make sure to check out our library of training and community over at prochannelmanager.com. And you can get an exclusive discount to join the community by entering the promo code podcast at checkout. I hope you found this useful. If you did, make sure you're subscribed in the podcast app of your choice. And do please consider leaving us a review because it will help other pros to discover the Pro Channel Manager podcast. I'll speak to you guys in a couple of weeks with another feature interview episode. But until then, happy uploading. Later. Thanks for listening to the Pro Channel Manager Podcast. Happy uploading. And remember, next time you go to publish a video, ask yourself, what would Tom think?